a two-front experience in which I think one is what I call a cultural amphibian. By that I mean I grew up basically in Mayberry. All right? <laughs> you know, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. I'm from the East End, which is where all the white people generally lived. And at that time, there weren't any Latinos. I mean, the only Latino I knew was the Frito Bandito on television. And it's a nice place to live if, if you're a white person. And then because I'm a Franciscan, I was sent to uh, learn Spanish, etc., etc. And that experience of stepping out of Mayberry and into another experience started to click some things. That is, if you remember, Mayberry was a wonderful place for Aunt B and Opie, etc. But there weren't any Hispanics in Mayberry. There weren't any black people in Mayberry. There weren't any Catholics in Mayberry. There weren't any poor people in Mayberry. And being from the gateway to the South, I didn't know what it was like in some ways to be a minority because Catholics were a minority. People find this hard to believe, but it's true. When I went to the public school, Catholics sat in the back of the bus. The public bus would come by and pick us up, but everybody knew who the Catholics were, and we sat in the back. Well, that too. I can remember one time with one of the neighborhood kids, he was new in the area, and came to my school, and we sat down in the lunchroom together, and he noticed that I was wearing a Jerusalem cross. And he said, well, what religion do you belong to? And I said, I'm Catholic. And he picked up his train, and he says, well, I can't sit here, I'm a Christian. <laughs> so, even in Mayberry, at some level, I understood I wasn't quite a part of that. I could pass. And some of my family was not Catholic. But as I started studying philosophy, that begins to help question some of our presumptions. But more so when I began to have an experience of the kinds of people that never lived in Mayberry, I got a little bit more perspective. I still love Aunt B and Opie and Andy Taylor, and I appreciate what's there. But like I say, now I realize, well, you know, remember the way they treated alcoholism, for instance? Otis was the name of the alcoholic. That's probably not the way we do that anymore, right? So you get some perspective, and you realize, like I say, at least in my case, I'm a cultural amphibian. I'm not a Hispanic. Look at my skin. Listen to my accent. But I'm never going to be quite at home in Mayberry anymore because I've left, I've traveled, I've had other experiences, I've had other education. So. I'm neither fish nor fowl. I'm not quite at home in either place. And that's what an amphibian is, right? Somebody who's in between worlds. So, this is what I mean by being a priest and experiencing that amphibian nature of the priesthood. I'm not quite in either camp comfortably at any one time. At the same time, like I say, being a Catholic, I realize I'm not just a citizen of this one country. You know, when the Holy Father opposed our invasion of Iraq, I took that seriously. I had to. And, like I say, from my own experience, I know what it's like to grow up in a country that is not majority Catholic, doesn't always understand or accept Catholics. Again, in my hometown, there was a time when on Corpus Christi, all the parishes went out in processions, each one with their banner. We don't do that anymore. That's not acceptable.
You have to be sort of carefully Catholic to be accepted. So what happens when I experience a culture or cultures which is robustly and publicly Catholic? And if you go to Mexico, taxi drivers have got Our Lady Guadalupe in there, and businesses have got shrines in there. This is a very different experience of being Catholic for lots of reasons. They're the majority culture. But like I say, it was this experience that helped me reflect on Mayberry and start to realize that our bishops and our Holy Father are true, at least in the ideal they hold up. And that is, Latinos are not a problem to be solved. They're a blessing to be embraced. In other words, this kind of ministry is mutually enriching. I like to think I have something to offer. I like to think our culture and our society has something to offer. But I realize that people who are not like me also have something to offer. One of the things they have to offer is this kind of perspective.